Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. We here, we here again. Um, and again with a topic that we're gonna try to stick to the whole time. Ah! It's yeah, this topic I feel like we could really go on um like on rants for just ever. Uh there's just so much to say about it. We're gonna try and make this one kind of like a little bit of a quickie and you know, maybe sometime dive into it deeper, maybe be able to have a guest who has some uh insight professionally into some of these things whatever that might mean um I guess I say professionally because I literally just listened to a podcast um with a plus size model who has been in the industry for a long time and it was just really interesting to hear her take on things and because like I said she's a professional in the plus size modeling industry and this has a lot to say about things like using the term fat and like how she describes herself as a fat woman so did I even mention that we're talking about body image I don't get no, like, you didn't. <laughs> the topic. yeah so our topic is body image yep um one of the topics that we put in our poll and got some responses for and I just think overall whether we had it on that poll or not that it's something that we talk about kind of often too going to little rants and whatnot yeah. so having a uh, episode fully about it was just just good to have so this lady she said she describes herself as fat and funny I listened to like another one um recently too that a same lady who mm, what's her name I wrote it down um Marley Marley Blonsky I want to say um she's the co-founder of All Bodies on Bikes so both these women are plus size women and describe themselves as fat so like just taking away the negative connotations of saying fat like it like they're you're not offending them anymore by doing it um mm-hmm. so I think both of those women just have some good insight into this topic that it would be awesome to be able to have someone like that uh be able to talk to us who've maybe experienced different things than we have but we've all experienced problems or issues with body image so that's why I thought you know like for me and Amber just to kind of discuss it and start off with you know just discussing like our own personal journeys with body image again just so if there's anybody out there they can relate and not feel so alone in it but also be encouraged to try to care less about body image I guess is the goal really as, as easy as that can be based yeah. upon our societal standards that women are upheld to exactly <laughs> and yes men you know I'm sure feel it too um but we are sticking to what we know as women and what we feel as women and said so everyone mm-hmm. feels it I'm sure but um all we know is our own experiences as women and from what we know from our other lady friends or women identifying friends or whatever the case may be. So yeah, societal standards, they make it really hard. They shove body image just down our throat is the thing that because you see 
pictures of beautiful people everywhere and they all kind of look the same as far as what their body type is face facial features hair color things like that may be different but um the body type is is slim it's thin and it's just like been down our throats forever and especially us particularly being born in the late 80s raised in the 90s and early 2000s when just like super thin things were in um yes we just have I think our generation is one that has suffered a lot from body image and body like dysmorphia and things like that uh from the simple things of just clothes I've always had a problem with clothes fitting me well because Mm -hmm. I've always had again I've talked about this a bunch on my Instagram probably on the podcast too just like I have fucking love handles have always had them so it's like a spare tire being around my waist it's hard to find things that fit because high-waisted things don't always fit because like that's where I hold a bunch of fat but low rise or anything like below that then it's awkward because then you just feel like you're just spilling out of pants or whatever and so like what top do you pair with this and just having to think about everything all the fucking time but so because I've always had this body type and shape um even from a young age it's been hard to find things to wear. I never fucking shopped at Abercrombie. Like, I don't, I think maybe I tried on something there once or twice, but one, I just never felt welcome in that store because I felt like people just yeah. like they judged me, even like they were older people working there. And when I walk in still felt like, oh, I don't belong here. Um, and like nothing's yeah. going to fit me. And, and that's just been, been a part of my life ever since I mean there was a it started to be a time period where I felt like I, I wasn't feeling it as much because I wasn't shopping at the mall and buying things online yeah. or fucking going to Target really just buying like cheap jeans and then whatever else you know I've never been a fashionista um but <laughs> but now I've been feeling it a lot more in the last few years and not even like I don't personally think it has anything to do with 2020 and COVID and gaining like stress weight or whatever it was like I I just think it's at my age in life uh being in my mid-30s and a woman and just I've never had a fast metabolism or understood anything like that but I just feel like suddenly my life is in a different place and um and now being more like in the outdoor industry and always around clothes, especially our store particularly carries a lot of European brands, which quote unquote have a European fit, which is slim and slender. I fucking just always, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the Abercrombie vibes of like, well, I'm not even going to try that on from yeah. that brand because there is no way it's going to fit, even if I wear like a men's item or something. So the fact yes. that like the point here of this long tangent is that clothes also just make us feel that way so we see the images everywhere whether it's on the you know fucking ad for a water bottle I don't know like it's a thin person outside (laughs) like doing the activity um but to the fact of trying clothes on they're just not not made for everybody and you really have to try to find what fits your body but 
that's really hard when there's stuff that you just feel like is not made for you. Um, and which most things aren't. Yeah. So interesting about this podcast I listened to with the model, Dana was her first name. I forget her last name, but she mentioned, which this is very interesting because, okay, when people have like athletes have pro models of a say snowboard, you're like, oh, I want the mm-hmm. Hannah Beeman lib tech what other what the fuck ever um you order that board that is not the exact board they use they came up with that board maybe the shape and design all that but the one that they use is made just for them the model that is on the floor being sold to you is not the same exact stiffness or anything like that because odds are the general consumer is not going to need the exact specs that they need so yeah, just keeping, yeah so keeping something like that in mind is this model was talking about how when they do a photo shoot they are literally getting the clothes sewn onto them like they are being adjusted for that photo so it looks like it fits perfectly but i will not be able to then go to the store and try that on and it's not going to fit that and way wow. which obviously it's not because duh all bodies are different but that was even more mind blowing of like, oh, I feel like I like, you know, you don't even have a chance now. Like to like it's one thing when you see the way something fits on a mannequin um in mm. the store, but when you see it on a real person, you are really thinking, like, this is a, a real life depiction. Oh. That's how it should fit and lay. And you're like, oh, come to find out, like, no. And maybe people fucking knew this. Like, but I, I didn't know that. I no. I mean, I can think that with I mean it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen models um, have like, uh, like the front of them looks totally fitting, but like on the back, there's like all these clamps cinching the whatever clothing that they're wearing to make it look like taut and perfectly fit. Right. And I mean, when you think of a high end fashion show or something, obviously those clothes are made to fit the model who is going down the runway. But when you are opening Mm -hmm. up, flipping through a catalog or scrolling through the, the, brand's website and see a person especially i feel like in the um bigger sizes you are feeling like oh great that's that person kind of looks like me it should fit and then how disappointing if you show up at the store or order the item and you're like this is not how it looked at all um yeah. so everything is just so deceitful so they set yes, these standards yeah. on us and then just deceive us and it's so fucked up mm-hmm. <laughs> and where do they yeah. come from and why even like the fact that we feel like we have to even live up to these societal standards is just crazy. But it, it puts, if we're going to talk about, you know, cisgendered male and females, um, again, because that's the only experience I know, if these men are getting fed the same images and messages that I am, then of course they're going to expect to see that from me and I'm going to expect that I have to give it to them because I know that this is what they're seeing and this is the images they're getting um and Mm -hmm. and it's just I don't know how the heck we change it or how everyone obviously is going to have different ways to get over their body image issues because it like they differ right so for me um personally there's a conflict always of how I feel about my body because there's plenty of times I love it because it's it allows me to do all the things I do, but I've also struggled with for years of 
wondering why I don't have the energy I want to have. Why don't I have the endurance I want to have? You know, I've lived my life being active. Why are certain things still such a fucking struggle for me? And that makes me really mad. Like my body is not doing what it should be doing. But on the other hand, it's doing a lot. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I used to always love my yes. legs. I've never really loved, mm-hmm. like, I've never loved my midsection, you know, I've never really, there's moments I'll be proud of my boobs when they're like looking good in an outfit, but not like on their own you know (laughs) I'm like they're not more in these like great perky things but they're big like they can look good in a with the right bra or outfit or whatever you know I'm trying to do but um like as the last couple years even my legs have I've started to look at them like oh my god these are not the legs I feel like I used to have like they're they're bigger but and even though I know that they're more muscular um there's cellulite and I'm pale (laughs) then I'm like okay so like my calves and that's about it my feet feel fucking big (laughs) like I'm like okay why do I I just feel like I don't fit in anything it's overall I just feel big all the time too big for anything and um but also if you hear from yeah and so also if you the ladies I spoke about earlier both of them had mentioned this um that you know plus size starts like app I don't even really know but I want to say after like an 18 and so I've always also been in this weird middle space where I'm not considered plus size but I'm definitely not fitting in the like small medium large I mean you know I'm in like the tail end it just depends large or extra large but I'm starting to feel like I'm growing out of that and there's not much more places I can go (laughs) at least in a store like I there's not stuff for me to try on I have to order it and that's fucking annoying Mm -hmm. that there's a size run up to this and if I want that size I have to order it and then oh maybe it doesn't fit so then I have to send it back I'm like this is bullshit why can't I just fucking try anything on like any other normal person Um, so it's really frustrating and that does not help with body image because again, I walk into a place and feel just like too big for it. And like an anomaly, like I said, because (laughs) things just like don't fucking fit me. And like this size 16, something may fit a person who might look bigger than me, but because of my body shape, it still doesn't fit me the same. And it's just, just frustrating. So discouraging. Yes. 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 Yeah. And you're, it just makes you feel like such an outsider. I was watching, I went and got my nails done the other day and they had how to lose a guy in 10 days on. And I was thinking about that movie a lot lately. Actually, it's funny. Really? Yeah. (laughs) In what facet? Well, um, because I have a plant here and I just keep seeing plans or whatever and all I the, for some reason the phrase just keeps popping in my head the way I say something or if I see the plan like our love burn you let yes. it die <laughs> like I love so much and, and then I saw so it on, funny yeah but anyway I digress <laughs> go ahead um so I was watching this movie at the nail place and so there wasn't like a whole lot of audio And I was just like looking at the women who are in this movie and their upper arms are like as skinny as my wrists. And I'm like, I don't know 
many people who have arms that tiny, like, and it's, and it's all across the board. Like if you look at characters drawn up in Disney, like the body image in that is so unrealistic Mm -hmm. or Barbies. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I saw something on the internet that was like, oh, let's take the um, measurements of Barbie and apply it to like real life actual size and Mm -hmm. the measurements that came out were just like fucking bonkers man and that expectation little girls women all over are expected to uphold another thing is is that I feel like society is like oh women should be small and like as a as a form to be like don't take up your space Space. like don't take up yes and for people who are real and who are raised on the American agricultural general way of life, like it's just what's also in our food, you know, like I remember when I went to Asia and I felt so good and light about all the food that I ate. And then I came back home and I just felt heavy and like things were different. And I mean, like I eat whole foods. I feel Mm -hmm. like we eat pretty dang healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we're not, I, I don't know. I just like most of my girlfriends who have similar body sizes to me, which I consider you to have a similar body size to me where mm-hmm. we're like taller, bigger breasted, like not like our thighs are bigger. You know what yeah. I mean? They're muscular. We have thighs, man. And I'm just like, we don't eat unhealthy. Like, yeah, we have a drink every once in a while, but we're active human beings mm-hmm. and like, we're not what we see in the TV, on these ads, in, in these clothing article, like it just doesn't line up. And there's just something that's so misstrewn and we just can't help for having the bodies that we just have. Like right. we're just born in these bodies, man. Exactly. And so there's so many things working against us from a young age, especially women our age or around uh, older as well for sure um and younger you know up until really like I think the young young generation now like maybe my niece will have less of this growing up because there are more um people and being represented in in toys cartoons things like that there's still a long way to go but yes talk about Barbie and less airbrushing yeah so there's a um I'm, I'm sure there's I'm pretty sure there's this woman who has had like the, the she's like the real life Barbie she's had all this plastic surgery to replicate the Barbie measurements as much as possible but I mean it's it's insane she looks fucking fake because she is and that is completely not maintainable I want to say her waist was like it's something so crazy like a child's waist like beyond a triple zero but like these f-size boobs and like you know just unbelievable and then not to mention too like things aren't even made for us so tangents I always go on are uh, in the athletic world especially okay we're promoting women doing sport but we're still not making clothes for women to do the sport it's like you're still not making shorts or pants that fit thighs that have muscle mass i mean i know this chick who i think i've i've talked about her maybe before that um 
when I was going to CrossFit, she was a, a hardcore CrossFit gal, but she's she was a tiny little thing. I mean, real skinny, but she's squatting the same as I am. And, you know, if you put us side to side, it, it should seem like, you know, like, like we wouldn't be in that same uh, category just because she's much smaller, but she has that muscle and she knows how to move the weight that it's just, you can't mm-hmm. judge on either end. So someone being people with who are super skinny have body image issues maybe about that especially if they want to look lean and muscular but so yes, her and yeah and there's you know people who want to be smaller there's a middle ground that we're fed and but it is still that middle is still small but there are far people out there who are skinny and they want to be like lean looking and have a little more weight on them and muscular. And so she's still moving this weight. It's fucking awesome. Um, but there's, I'm just saying like, there's a huge range between her and I. And so, yeah. How do you make a pair of pants that or shorts that fit the person doing that sport when they could look like her, me and everything in between. But yes. just to think about, I think there's a good chunk of women who are skiing or biking and, and have uh, some big thighs that if I, I don't want to put running shorts on and have them feel like spandex. That's fucking ridiculous. If running shorts are supposed to be these like loose and flowy things. I'm like, oh, I can't even put those on. Everything just looks like the like, tight fitting on my legs. It's so yeah. insane. Like I said, it, we're working against shit and no mm-hmm. one's working with us and there's a lot of companies out there trying to expand their lines they understand how hard it can be to do that because of just material testing this that but it's just there's so much that needs to be fixed and talked about really and there is more conversation around it but one of those things speaking of just clothes because to me personally clothes are really what impacts my negative body image so mm-hmm. and I'm not fitting well but the fact that last year I bought two dresses at Macy's had like a gift card or something perusing the mall in Washington while I was there and I was like fuck it I'm going up to the I'm going over to the plus size section and I'm gonna see what's over there and I bought these two dresses that were a 1x which I don't know really like how what the difference is between like XL and one X. I don't know, but I, it was a mental kind of like fuckery to think that I was over in plus size also fucked up to me that it was over here out of the way of everything. Yeah. Big signs that say plus size, like, Hey, you fatty, here's a special area for you to shop in. It's upstairs in the back corner. Like, if you want to, but the main stuff is right there, you know, these sizes, these brands, this, that, and the other. It's like, why can't the whole floor just be women's? And yeah, yeah. certainly. Why does race, it have to be segregated? Yeah, and it's depending on what kind of store you're in, it, it might just be they're sectioned off by brands. So it doesn't even have to be like, all of the big sizes are over here, Um but have your different brands and their corners and whatever. And maybe one brand does make plus size things and does not make smaller. Maybe one brand makes smaller clothes and not bigger clothes. But why do we have to even section it off for the fact that like that I had to feel embarrassed to even walk over there or be seen in that area? 
that I'm shopping in there and, and then, then to feel, feel bad about myself because I found something that fit me better there. I I mean, it was a weird place that I was like, you know, who fucking cares? It fits and I look way better in this dress than I would in trying to squeeze in a dress there. I put on a I went into a store uh, just here in Truckee. I mean, it was like a board shop. I was just wasting time again at lunch trying to get steps in. And I'm, I look at this little cute, like, polo button up, like, dress with pockets. It looked pretty small, but also I'm like, and it was a large. I'm, I barely even try to put a top on that's a large anymore. I always go for extra large. I was like, well, let's see. Oh my God. I, th- like, I got stuck with my arms up almost. Granted, I was turning it on over like a, another shirt, but. Still, barely yeah. got my arms through the fucking armholes. Um, barely got it yeah. over my boobs. I swear, if <laughs> I should have taken a picture, if you would have seen me trying this on, it would look like I'm trying an extra small fucking item on. I'm like, this is a large, a large yeah. for fucking who? Like a large and top. Yeah, baby. It really doesn't <laughs> make sense to me because it's just fucking annoying that a large over here fits and the large over here isn't like not even close. So why can't we just get on the yeah. same fucking measurement patterns here and yes. or find a way that sizing isn't so uh, like daunting. Yeah. And segregated almost like, like I said, yes. plus sizes shouldn't have to be called out plus size. And I mean, no, I'm sure there's a woman out there who could be upset at the fact that they're very petite and small and feel the same way, embarrassed that they have to shop in the petite section and nothing fits them. And, you yeah. know, they fit in like a 12 year old boy's shirt and, and that has to feel bad and upsetting. So why can't we just like, here's the women's section. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, and, you know, there's also the argument of people is not even, you don't even need to say men's or women's, right? Just fucking have clothes, say yeah. dress clothes, active wear, like whatever. But is it for me? Clothes um, are the thing that, that really makes my negative body image spiral. And for some, yeah. it might be exercise ability or, or many things, but I do think clothing for a lot of us is what, what is triggering um totally and I mean so I wrestled obviously we all know that as a kid so just being in you know no like very little clothing doing that and wrestling guys and being out on the mat in front of a bunch of people you know people looking at my body I never I never felt judged really um but I think again just because that that's what was so ingrained in me however I did have these when I was young, young, they didn't make women's singlets, but we found these like yeah. body suits for dancers. Um, and I would wear that under my singlet because it was higher cut, but I, mm-hmm. I got the thing when I was eight years old and I fucking somehow still wore it all through high school, but that it got super tight, obviously, but I would wear it yes. instead of just like some girls would wear just a sports bra under their singlet. But, um, I wore it because it was tight and a little more compressive and I felt like it did make my body look thinner in that singlet. And I'm like, that's so fucking crazy that I I still did think about it, I guess. I mean, I just said I didn't think about it, but obviously I did. Like, that's why I wore that instead. I mean, I, my mom had one of those, um, ab 
like trainers that was a, a electric like you put it on and it would like send this electric shock that was supposed to be working your abs because this is all about when and it's still a thing that people think you can spot train your fat away I mean I would do hundreds of those side bends with dumbbells um to try and get rid of my love love handles um so I wore that ab thing because it would work your ab muscles so if you're working your ab muscles then that meant that you were getting rid of the fat in your belly she also had this band that you just wrapped around it was like a neoprene band you just wrapped around your waist and just so you would like sweat there um she had this girdle that I stole a couple times and wore and one time I even saran wrapped my stomach before like it was either either a seventh grade or eighth grade like end of the year dance um because nothing like I was wearing this tank top so I think the girdle thing you could you might be able to see that I had something on underneath so I fucking saran wrapped to hold it all in so it would be nice and smooth but I wore a button-up shirt like this cute long sleeve button-up over the top of that tank top anyway so I don't know but I'm just like I was 13 12 or 13 years old doing that and those are Shit, things I man. just haven't thought about in a long time because I never had a problem with food really, which, you know, wrestling at that age and being a girl, that's very easy to fall into when you're Shit, thinking yeah. about weight all the time. But I never, yes. I never did, but I definitely like was super self-conscious of my midsection and still fucking hate it. <laughs> like, and yes, dude. I just don't know no. how we, because now it's so ingrained in me that I think even seeing people who, you know, are showing skin, I'm like, and our, our bigger bodied or whatever, I'm like, good for you. You want to wear that crop top and those pants? Like, that's awesome. But I still don't want to do that and have the perfect body, you know, in mind, the body that I want, that I the goals of it have changed you know it still wants to be smaller but I don't want to be you know the smallest I'm like I'm never going to be 135 pounds I haven't been since I was like 13 so yeah it's not about that but I am like yeah getting real tired of not finding clothes that fucking fit like I can't walk into just any regular store yeah no (laughs) can't yeah I generally shop at thrift stores and I'll even catch myself like in like the size 12, 10 section and then looking at women next to me and being like, what, you're a size 10, 12? Or like thinking people look at me and being like, what, she's a size 10, 12? You know what I mean? And like also based on first looks, your body could be the ideal body for somebody else. You know what I mean? Like. Mm -hmm it's all about perspective or like, like, thank God that throughout our older years in life, like body images, like Beyonce or Serena Williams, like the thicker women, like the stronger, thicker women are like becoming more accepting, Mm -hmm. but still I'm so conditioned to being like, yes, it's beautiful. But for me, I'm like, Oh, but that's, like, I don't fully see that as being beautiful. I still yep. see the, like, super skinny, thin mm-hmm. of, be- of being, like, the standard of beauty. And I need, like, it needs to change within my brain. And as much as, like, I'm conscientious and aware of it, it's still just, like, so deeply embedded. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And 
it's like everything where it's easy to give the advice and say like you're beautiful you're you know you don't need him you don't need this like whatever but for yourself you're you find you're in a toxic relationship with a person with food with whatever but you can sit there from the outside and and try to lift somebody up and tell them you're fucking beautiful and like I was saying you know I see these like bigger women bigger than me wearing these clothes that I'm like oh my god you look fucking like fly in that but uh yeah yes. you wouldn't catch me like I can't it dead in that like not at all yeah um and I have I've looked shit up and I'm 30 almost fucking five years old and googling like like what's the best clothes for like love handles you know like trying to find a style yes, like how to hide yeah like not even yes. really how to I mean I guess it that's what the articles that all come up are how to hide but for me I want yes. to dress for my body type and that's not talked about at all it's like here's the style and the trend and that's all that's available to you but we need more mm-hmm. information and and feel okay with shopping for your body type because like I said these two dresses that I got um I'm like there's a little bit of ruching on them which is what I guess you know kind of does hide the body part that I'm trying to hide or whatever I know like a-line dresses are my favorite where they're like tighter like a little cinch at the waist but then the skirt like flows out like that is my favorite and I love it um but I want to feel comfortable in my clothes. So I'm like, what clothes would fit my body type best? How can I like, you know, skinny jeans are just what I fucking grew up in, whatever. But how do I, yeah. How do I find the best pants for my body type so that I can start feeling good in clothes and know what to look for instead of going into a store that has nothing for me. Um, But it takes trial and error. And most of that trial and error is just like disappointing. Because again, I can't go into a lot of these stores and try stuff on because they don't have the sizes I need in stock. um, Because also the lighting in them are are fucked up. Like, I don't know if it's the lighting or like the mirrors, but there's just like something like whenever I go into a dressing room where I'm like, I don't feel like I look like this at home. You know, like there's something about like the the space and the place like don't you want to say I don't know shit? It's why like- wouldn't you make it more flattering <laughs> I feel like yes. there's a thing about a and, lot of people not, talk like- about target for this because there's like the three mirrors and the lighting and it's just so awful like it's target specifically yes. but, um yeah but, but also like why are we like it's the lighting it's the mirror yeah you yeah. know what I mean like you're just humans standing on this ground with gravity and our bodies and it's like it's you know there's a maybe and I mean I I'm this is all shit I'm just saying but of course wouldn't always go for but the idea of not even having a mirror in a fitting room try it on does it fit and do you feel good and without even looking at it because I'll tell you okay the the image of myself in my brain is not how I look I think in person and I think that's simple as how people hate hearing their own voice because their voice sounds different to them in their head I'll walk around feeling like just this strong smaller like person and if I see a picture of myself especially if it was like not oh you know 
not at the side. I'm not ready for it, whatever. I'm like, oh my God, that is how I already feel like a big person. But when I see a, a image or pass by a mirror, I'm like, but I look that fucking big to everybody else. And that may not be true at all. Like people could see yeah. me the way yeah. I do, but I'm of course picking apart this or that, but I, it's just, I more often than not, I'm like, I don't even want to see myself, which is also not good. Yeah. You should want to walk by a mirror and be like, Hey bitch, like looking good. You know, you want to see yourself yes. in pictures yes. and be happy to be in them. Not like, Oh, don't show me that picture. Like I look so gross. You don't want those thoughts, but I'm saying, so yeah. in a fitting room though, like I, I want to feel good in the clothes first and then maybe I can see myself. But if uh, the first thing is, is like how I look, especially if you're just, you know, not very upkept that day or something, you may feel great in the jeans or the shirt, but you're like, wow, my hair is a mess. My face is a mess, whatever. Like you're not going to get it anyway. So like maybe we don't fucking have mirrors in them and maybe we'd just try it on and say like yeah I feel good in this and just go out the fucking door um and these are just all things to just figure out what your own triggers are I guess and how to approach them um but I'm gonna you know I should have never tried that stupid dress shirt thing also it barely like came below my vagina so I'm like how is this supposed to be a dress on an adult human like this is insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. but, um, Another thing on a, on a brighter note, I am absolutely loving seeing real people in ads nowadays mm-hmm. and like wearing like lingerie, you know what I mean? Like yeah. real actual fucking people, man, that aren't the standard skinny stereotype that models are supposed to be it has been so refreshing to see all the different body types the short the tall the super skinny the fat the not fat the the people who have like alopecia like all of it we all need to feel like we're represented and another thing that I've noticed growing up is like we tend to gravitate towards people who look like us and also have similar body types Mm -hmm. like I know that I have lot of girlfriends who have similar body types to me and I'm like yes I love these people and like I genuinely have a true connection with them but I'm also like it's because we look the same well that I can we can relate that's very interesting you say that because I feel that in in ways of I'm attracted to people who uh, are interested in the same things that I am but um I don't feel like I know many people at all who look like me and that's where I've had body image issues is so growing up my best friends at first in in elementary school were all like the same size Jordan was actually taller than me um in fifth grade whoa yeah and then (laughs) and so my for folks who don't know my best friend growing up uh Jordan she is half white half korean so and she was well she's shorter now but like so at the time she was taller than me in fifth grade but then all of a sudden i shot up and but a lot of my girlfriends in throughout school were smaller than me and that's why it's such a problem like i have no one to fucking ever trade clothes with i Yes. These like naked lady parties that you have always had and stuff. Uh, I mean, I've been gone 
out of Washington, I think for the most part, since you've had them, but I'm like, I won't really attend any of those because no one has anything that fits me and anything I have will not fit them. So I've felt very isolated in that, that there's nobody like me. Um, and, and that's just been, you know, in, in its own weird kind of loneliness universe of yeah like yeah. no one gets it no one understands because all my friends can they might not be happy with their bodies but they can put on anything that is in our store or any store like in downtown Truckee, um and not have to go to the plus size section in macy's and that's the thing too is like i i know i can't wear certain brands and that's annoying because i want to be able to yes. I like I don't want to have to wear a special brand that isn't of quality either because I now work in an environment where the brands that we carry there's a lot of thought put into what we bring into the store and to be um sustainable companies and more environmentally friendly and stuff and so if I'm being fucking forced to shop at a store a department store that carries mass shit and doesn't give a shit about the world like that's frustrating that I can't even try to support brands that I want to support because they're doing the right things like I have to wear clothes yeah oh yes what am what am I unfortunately yes yeah um but it's so yeah it's just weird like we've mentioned you know there's just just a huge huge gaps and everything if you want people to be more sustainable environmental friendly these things um and even with yeah. food and stuff, it has to be more readily available. We have to mm-hmm. be able to get it into all these people's hands who who need the things. Um, so how the yeah. fuck do we do that? It's yeah, it's and it's crazy. Like I said, for just body image is is just so now I feel like the thing the like meth head cocaine like fucking thin runway model thing is back that people are going back to that and I mean I feel way far removed from that or anything but still that's not a style that we should be condoning that's not what should be the the trends on TikTok and this and that but this also leads me to um another kind of topic on body image is like compliments and and complimenting people just on how they look and the movement of trying to stop that basically to not do it and any comment any comment on somebody's body anyone because you yep you never know you never know what's going on in their life so if you're like oh my god you look really yeah when you're like oh my god you look really great and maybe it's because maybe the person lost weight. So for instance, this person that I, uh, I follow, but she's a, she was a professional athlete, but suddenly like she had some injuries. So she's always looked fit as fuck, but really quickly it was like lean, like, holy shit. Every muscle in her body is just like popping out as if she, you know, went through a cut or something like, like a diet, um, cut, you know, to look lean, like you're almost prepping for a, um, like a show like a bodybuilding show or something but it's because she went through a breakup like she wasn't eating so she lost weight and the way her body is very muscular like it looked very lean but for her that wasn't a compliment because she's just gone through a terrible time yeah and another woman who 
his sister suddenly died so she couldn't eat lost a lot of weight and people are like oh my god you look great looks like you lost weight and you're like cool this is the worst time of my life um yeah and also that goes with gaining weight too I just mentioned those weights of of um or those examples of the women being smaller because that in what a lot of people's minds is the goal like you said to be smaller so you should think that if you're getting complimented on losing weight that you should be so happy and it's like no and again gaining weight you have no fucking clue what's going on that person that might that person could be sick too and not well and it could be very triggering and emotional for them to be in that place of of having gained weight they could be very uncomfortable with it but there could be something that you know they can't do anything about it so it's hard to find those things to say because at the same time you know when a friend tells me like oh my god you look so good and then that, and, and you're like you you wanted to you tried to right and you're like yes like that's what I was aiming for I got it and I'm feeling great love to hear it so where's the line there um yeah and I think maybe it obviously just not commenting on someone's weight but being able to say like oh my god Amber you look great today but leaving out specifics of like what you do to your hair or whatever because then people go in a spiral of like oh my god now I have to repeat what I did yesterday every day if my hair you know if I didn't do that to my hair I'm gonna look like crap or if I didn't put that makeup on I'm not gonna look good so um it's yeah it's a weird society we live in that you have to think about every fucking thing that you say but I just I think thinking more about it I don't I also don't want to yes being mindful I don't want to have to think about everything in my head first before I say it out loud but if you can at least think about Mm -hmm. these on your own time and it can become more natural to say to your friend of like you're glowing I don't know like but I and even even us talking about this on this podcast right now like there's so many things where I'm like ooh, that's probably gonna hit someone the wrong way or Mm -hmm. that's gonna hit this person the wrong way but like it's all like we're we're being mindful, I feel like, and we are trying to be mindful, but it's just like everybody, every person just walks a different path on this earth. And it's just a matter of fact. Yeah. (laughs) Like we're all just people with bodies, man. Yep. I mean, and I think if you are, if you think about things that you want to hear, maybe that could help you in what you would say to someone else except for the fact that there's people out there who want to hear like hey you look really skinny um maybe just think about that in your own mind of why do I need to lose weight and so for me personally I have for years just kept gaining weight and it's fucking annoying but for a while I was like okay I'm gaining weight but my my clothes aren't feeling much different so the weight on the scale doesn't always matter muscle weighs more than fat um so there's times like I know I'm getting stronger but you know these clothes still fit this that and the other and then when it came to the point that like these clothes aren't fitting and I'm still gaining weight and like fucking why because I don't want to because for one it's like I don't feel good I don't feel the way I want to feel my body's not moving how I want to move it um, things are just more sore, this, that, and the other. So those are my reasons. It's not all just intertwined and in like, I want to be a size eight or six or something um, and be a smaller person. Mm-hmm. It's just that like, I don't 
feel good on the inside and I feel that there's a correlation with the with weight gain um but even just the last couple weeks I've been focusing more on more on um actually like not training intensely like peppering in low intensity and and being really mindful of what I eat not restricting what I eat but trying to eat more honestly like eat more at breakfast time so that I am being satisfied and feeling satiated when I eat instead of having this ravenous hunger hit me where I just binge eat or something and because I know that these certain foods are going to fuel me better and make my recovery feel better too and that's Mm -hmm. what I'm aiming for I don't want to be so fucking sore after every workout that I can't work out again for another three days I don't want my knees to hurt so bad to like bend down and pick something up and we know that food affects those things food affects inflammation and so again I'm not on this like restrict uh, can't eat sugar can't drink the beer like but like you said being more mindful about what I'm putting into my body without trying to be restrictive or getting down on myself because that doesn't help either so Even though it's inevitable sometimes, like you it can't is. help that your brain goes there. But yeah, especially the, the, us and and folks, yes. women, people in our, like I've said, like age group who it's been in, ingrained in us. Um, you know, I have friends too who have kids and they struggle as well with like the movement that their kids getting. And I can't imagine that. I mean, you have a son, but I'm sure that it's still what you think about you want your kid to eat well and be moving and you know if if he was gaining weight quickly you would be concerned but how do you navigate that as a parent of as not to make it seem like it's because of looks but it's about health totally especially I feel like most humans people that I've known like once they get to like an age range between like 7 10 12 we do put on fat naturally but and mm-hmm. like it just is what it is and then we go through puberty and it's the awkward phase and we look like either super tall or like just like gangly arms or like our bodies just like go through so much changing and speaking of bodies going through changing having a kid after having after mm-hmm. women get pregnant and have a kid and then getting to know your new body again with every fucking pregnancy man like it's mm-hmm. and even if you miscarried even if you didn't carry to term and like it all affects your body differently and it's just so wild like my feet grew with every pregnancy I had mm-hmm. so I was a size like seven and a half eight shoe now I'm like a nine nine and a half Mm-hmm. it's just wild it's yeah. just so wild and I can't even explain the difference of like your postpartum body yeah that's it's just to- something that you don't even know you just have to get to relearn your body again it's it's just really wild I would love to eventually have someone on to to discuss just talk about more um like postpartum and things like that, because it, as being a women's coaching specialist, that was a huge part in my certification was talking about pregnant, like all phases of life, uh, pregnancy, postpartum, menopause, just all the changes we as women go through in our bodies go through. Um, And, but again, our society 
this is again like a whole nother fucking topic which is why i want to have someone on there but the fact that after having a baby the uh quote-unquote bounce back body you know like how quick can you bounce back to your like before baby body this that and the other and (laughs) there's a lot of people at least now women especially as uh women athletes are continuing to like do their sport and be sponsored they're not just dropped automatically once they get pregnant and never like picked back up it's amazing to see that representation but um and, and the a lot of women speaking out of no my my body has changed forever it is forever changed mm-hmm. after a yeah. pregnancy i don't need to bounce back because even if you know yeah. so you've gone through multiple yeah. pregnancies <laughs> i obviously i have not gone through a pregnancy we're the same age and i'm still experiencing things that I'm not going to have the body I had 10 years ago, but I wasn't happy in that body. So, you know, I look at the pictures from high school or five years ago and I'm like, oh my God, I look, I look skinny. But in that time I felt exactly how I feel now. Like I just need to lose like 10 to 20 pounds and then I'll look like that. And it's like, what Mm -hmm. the fuck, man? Like, why can't you ever be happy with like what the, the meat suit you're in now? And exactly, there's differences between wanting to be smaller versus, you know, knowing that you don't like something's off and that you don't feel quite right. And that's how I feel. I mean, yeah, there's still parts of me that want to be smaller because I just want to be able to buy clothes easier and fit into things and not, you know, have this frustration. But, um, Dr. Stacy Sims would be a dream guest of mine. She is just a, a huge mover and shaker in studying women physiology. And she has a, she's helped put together an app that I use wild AI that you track your period. And so it, but it has information across every part of your cycle about training and how you can train with your physiology, uh, but she has a whole uh, course called Women Are Not Small Men because she's like, you know, being an exercise scientist, whatever, she has been there on the front lines of knowing that all these studies are done on men. And you can't just say like, oh, okay, men do this. And so women just should do it too, but like a little less or it's the exact everything I feel like I talk about comes back to sport, but it's the shrink it and pink it thing. Okay. Here's a men's pair of skis or snowboard. Now for the women's, we're just going to make it smaller and less stiff. Um, so yeah, every test they put on Mm -hmm. for, or diet or whatever that works for men, they're like, sure. Women can do the same thing. They just do a little bit less than men. It's like, no, women are not small men. Women are women. We are different human beings biologically. We need different things and studies on women in sport and through life need to happen because as we've also talked about, every fucking day pretty much is different in your hormone level. So that's, yes, men are pretty much the same. Nicole told me that when human bodies are, um, uh, what is that called? Cremated, Mm -hmm. that women's bodies burn differently than men because of how we carry our fat. Yeah. Like there's a different, um, like incinerator for women than there are for men. And it's just basically, I, she told me that and I was like, shut up. That's so crazy. Also, I have a question. Yeah. 
when, at what point in your life do you feel like you feel the best? Like what, what is your perfect scenario for you feeling the best? What do you mean? Like at that what, um, like, like what, what do you what, need in your mm-hmm. life to feel physically feel good, mentally feel good? Like at what does it take for you to feel your best? Got it. Um, sleep, good sleep and movement. Um, yes, for sure. And I was on a terrible cycle of not sleeping well and not getting the movement that my body needed. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was moving, like, especially doing CrossFit. I loved it. I loved it. But yeah, my body couldn't keep up with that. And so the last couple of weeks, like I said, that I've really been focusing on my movements um, and doing like zone two training where I'm just walking. It's so fucking hard. I hate it. I hate it. I don't want to just walk. I feel like I'm doing nothing. Um but yes, I have been feeling like then when I do my higher intense workouts um, that I'm not as sore after. My body's been feeling good the last couple of weeks. My knees are feeling a little less achy. My back isn't hurting quite as much. Um, and I'm sleeping better also because it's awesome. all. How are your energy level? They're feeling fine. I mean, I don't feel like I'm constantly fighting the desire to sleep or the urge for more caffeine or like an energy boost or something. I mean, I still go through those, but I'm not my brain fog too. Cause I know a couple weeks ago I was saying how just like weird and stupid I was feeling. Like I just couldn't think that's been like feeling better the last couple weeks um and again it's all all of it's connected the sleep the movement that my body needs and wants and even just that little more mindfulness of what I'm eating um trying to and again it's not restricting it's trying to eat more like yeah for for breakfast I'm feeling like I'm I mean this for breakfast today I ate half a pork chop because I brought it for lunch but I was so hungry at the gym <laughs> that I was like I had a, my smoothie too which is what I usually have for breakfast but I was like no I need to eat that piece of meat right now my body needs that real mm-hmm. protein right now not the protein powder I'll I'll have that in a second but um, I'm like, yeah, I need to be listening to those cues more, but we're so t- tuned out of our body that we don't really always know what it actually needs versus wants, which is something we've yeah. also talked about. But um, I don't know. And so maybe trying to tune into that a little bit more could also help our body image in general, because if you're trying to tune into sure. what your body needs from the inside and you're giving it that, then you're gonna hopefully feel better on the outside and get to the point that you're saying like yeah okay so maybe I don't look the way I thought I did as small or thin as I wanted to in that picture but damn did I feel good that night you know like so it's just I also feel like placebo goes a long way like if you if you tell yourself like if you give yourself positive affirmations, like start your day off with positive affirmations, Mm -hmm. or like if you have a negative thought about yourself, then you have to counteract that with something positive about your 
physical body. Like, I feel like that also, our brains control so freaking much that we don't even, like, we either aware or unaware, like, it just, it has so much to do with everything, absolutely everything. Mindset's huge. Um, And that's a big thing people talk about in all sorts of things, uh, aspects of life, that is, is just having that positive mindset rather than a negative mindset, because a negative mindset can send you into a tailspin of everything. And I've been trying to be more conscious of that because I can get down on myself very easily um, from the silliest things instead of having a morning of just dropping shit and making a mess and spilling things like, God, I'm so fucking stupid. I'm so clumsy. Like what the fuck? Next thing I know, I'm like putting on a shoe and I'm like, what the fuck? My shoe doesn't even fit. How is everything in my body getting bigger? Like, why are my feet getting bigger? Like it just, it just sends you down a bad into a bad place from the simplest thing when it's like okay I spilt the coffee you know I accidentally like the other day I put um I made my milk in my little frother and I poured the hot milk into my smoothie instead of the cold milk like I meant to pour that into my coffee cup but I poured it over my frozen fruit I was like what the fuck why am I so stupid why can't I just why can't I just stop and think for a second? Why does my brain move way faster? Like my brain and body are not connected, but it sends me then into just the dumbest things. Like if I went to the gym and then I'm like, well, now I can't do this. Why can't I lift this weight? I could yesterday. And it's just like, no, what can your body do today? Like yes. give it a try. There's a, a like an eight minute rule. Um, Like do something mm-hmm. for eight minutes. And if, if you don't, you know, it's not doing it for you, then stop after eight minutes then usually you're like good to go um so I mean I don't know how that would affect body image for eight minutes just tell yourself that you look great and feel great (laughs) say eight times I think I I think it would have a lot to do yeah I think it would I think it would probably have like a massive impact and a totally huge difference if you were like having a, a down day on your body if you were to just like sit and reel it in and be like, you're healthy. Mm-hmm. You have two working arms and two working legs and just continue, like just really try to like go with the positive thoughts. And for mm-hmm. me lately, I've been comparing my current body to my body recovering post-surgery and being like, wow, I am like, so lucky to have this physical able working body and it's doing the thing and like although tired today Mm -hmm. in particular um (laughs) it's amazing it's incredible and it's like the just like the capacity that we that we have when our bodies are healthy and able working bodies like yes yes it just has so much to do with all of it I do think you know, it could also be helpful to talk about the things that you, to a point, right? Like, to talk about the things you don't like about your body with someone you trust or yourself because yes, because why? Break it down and then let those reasons sit in for a second. Like, why don't I like the my love handles? Because I can't find anything to wear. Okay, well stop trying on the same fucking clothes like stop trying to fit into that pair of jeans from that company in that size like go try something Mm -hmm. different um 
Or like, why don't I like my legs? Because they're not as skinny as I want. But did they get your ass up that hill? Did they let you do that squat? Um, I think sometimes we do have to recognize and acknowledge the things that we don't like, the things that are difficult so that we can, it's like reverse wiring. Like, okay, well now how do we go backwards and, and, and fix that thought and see the good in it um yep. and not just or the thing and hope it goes away um or try to make it go away by these silly crazy dieting or spot reducing exercises that don't fucking work don't do them yeah 100% <laughs> and another thing is looking at your genetic line Mm -hmm. Because a big part of our body composition is who made us in the fucking first place. And it once you look at that and you're like, oh, okay, that's just what my body's gonna do. And that's fine. Like it's fine. Yeah, stop trying to defy the laws of just the universe and the genetics. Um so I was gonna mention that a while ago when you talked about traveling to Asia and feeling better in our food and stuff. I was gonna bring up the fact of um some of my genetics uh are large european people like they're i mean my mom is a smaller human like in stature than i am i mean she's five six or something not like small small but um and my you know my dad's not tall or anything but down the line if norwegian people can be bigger people um you know i'm not the huge person but it's just like we all have different things in our blood and genes that I'm not gonna be a tiny person like bone structure is real and part of my body is gonna be big and when you can recognize that again and be just at least okay with that part and um and like this it's just I think to talk to your friends about it can be very helpful because they can assure you too that like like I said, sometimes you Plus, do need to hear the good cool. things like that you yes. it's nice to hear from your friends. And as you mentioned, you know, some people might look at you and your body and be like, that's what I want. I'm this chick who was coming to my classes a couple years ago all the time. She was a pretty small gal and she would always tell me, she's like, your body is fucking banging. Like, I want your body yes. so bad. She's just like, your body is literally my goals. And I would just like, I was always just very happy to hear that because I've never heard that before. And especially coming from someone who like looked pretty different than I did to hear that, but it felt good. I'm like, okay, yeah, that does make me feel like you'd think it'd be reversed that I'd be like, I want to look like you. You're so like small and petite. So it was like, okay, yeah, that uh, people do want to have muscles and be bigger and um I'm not just looked at as some ogre giant <laughs> um but so I and, and then also being... again go ahead mindset that's yeah. your mindset and what your mindset it's not the same as other people's yeah yeah so I think you know just uh, ourselves thinking about compliments maybe that we're saying to someone especially if we don't know what's going on in their life if you notice a drastic change I believe in their in their body I think that's a sign to uh, take a step back before you say something uh, especially about their weight because like I said if it's drastic that could be a sign that something's not 
right um good or bad but yeah it's just it could be a red flag and um but you know like i said it's it's an interesting place to be to figure out because you know especially telling your friend like hey you're looking looking great today and you can feel that their energy is like on fire then that's just gonna give them that little extra pep in their step but like i said maybe you hold back from saying it's like oh what'd you do your hair today or that makeup is like whatever on fleek do people say that anymore (laughs) because that could then in their head mean i have to do this every day if i want to look good to other people um But yeah, I don't know. I think be honest with yourself and your close friends about about your insecurities sometimes because you just there's no reason to hide everything all the time. And we hide our insecurities. Thus, they're stored deep down in a way we pretend they're not there, but we're secretly trying to, you know, get rid of them. And it's just be honest. And that's one of the things I've been doing, too, is like if someone were to say to me, like, hey, you look great. You've lost weight and something tragic happened. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, my dog died or um, I'm having a really hard time right now, actually, because then they know now like, oh, shit, maybe like they can approach me differently for the next time. Um, You don't always have to put your, your shit on blast. Not everyone wants to do that. Not everyone has to go in deep all the time. But I think it's also important for us to be a little more honest with each other or, you know, the opposite. Be like, hey, you're like looking a little lean or whatever. Like, thanks. I've really actually been trying. I have this goal to do this or that. So people know like, oh, cool. Good on you. Um, just, and then there's another way to connect with you. Like, so how's your training for that race going? Like, it's going great. Like, like cool. You're looking strong. Like, I don't know. Yeah, body image like everything is just so individual and individual. just depends yes. <laughs> like I so said we all have issues we all go through different things at different times so just knowing and that's why I think it's you should feel safe and comfortable talking to your friends because you may want to look like them and think they have the perfect body and that's that's your goals while they could be looking at you and thinking the same and then you could look at each other and be like, bitch, we're perfect the way we are. Like, let's stop trying yes. to be each other. <laughs> but Or try to fit into a bubble that our bubble just wasn't meant made for. Mm-hmm. Genetically, not genetically, geographic, what the fuck ever. Like, or just the season in your life. You just may not be in that season of your life that you can attain such a thing. Also, is whatever you want to attain sustainable then if it's not then you have a long miserable road ahead of you to keep it that way so that's where I mentioned you know focus on what's going on inside your body why do you want to change the things that you want to change is it really an internal issue that you're trying to address and and how can you just make yourself from the inside feel good because that will eventually then radiate to the outside um and and it will all be all right even though I cannot wear these stupid jeans that you know everyone says I should be buying or something that's popping up on my Instagram or whatever like fuck that shit (laughs) but that's that shit Instagram Instagram don't know shit but um also I did order some new bras that I think got delivered today Mm -hmm. Um, but it's 
Ugh. fucking annoying as shit because i went to victoria's secret the other day i just need them so bad but they changed the bra like the style that i usually wear where the whole strap is like elasticy, whereas the ones i currently have would be like the half the back half was elastic and the first part was like all one piece um but so with all that elasticity, that don't hold these things. Like that does no. not make me feel supported. So I was super pissed. So I ordered some online through Third Love. I've tried them before and nothing fit. So I was super annoyed. But um, I changed the size and I went up a size. So I'm just hoping they fucking fit because as I was telling Andrew, I'm like, I really don't know what to do if they don't fit because that's another thing we don't have a lot of access to is like bras and where can I go that is going to offer me an array of sizes and styles that I can find that fit my body. So the fact that from the bare minimum, the fucking underwear that you can't find that yeah. like fits you well, I mean, that that's hard too, but I, so I'm going to try them on when he comes home with my package and really try to like not get down on myself if they don't fit. Um, whereas yeah. I was kind of already spiraling before this podcast thinking if they don't fit, I'm fucked. And what do I do? My first thought is like, it, it, again, I'm like, if I could just lose fucking 20 pounds and my boobs would be smaller again, then maybe I could go back to Victoria's Secret and just buy this fucking bra. But I know that even if they were one size smaller, this bra still would not work for me. Um, but yeah, so this podcast is giving me the mindset to like, if they don't fit, they don't fucking fit. Wasn't work. Doesn't work for me. Like just try something new and don't blame my body. Blame. Yes. The clothes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So anyway, that's all my rants on body image and the shit that I personally deal with. And hopefully there's some some pieces in there that folks you can relate to and just start thinking about your body differently um, because I am going to try to do the same about mine. Yeah, I definitely am too. And work on some some other kinds of compliments to people that don't have to do with looks or weight especially um so if there's anything that you feel like you'd want to hear from people a compliment that you don't normally get that you would love for someone to say that again is not anything about looks like let us know hit us up with those ideas like what do you want to hear? Like, oh, I'm so smart or you're so witty. I would love that. I love to hear that I'm funny and witty because I'm witty as fuck. Yes. So <laughs> I like when people can recognize that and appreciate it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, let us know if there's something like that, that you'd love to, you'd love to hear so we can share with the world of just give people other ideas of, of how they can compliment their fellow uh, sisters in this weird, weird world we live in yep <laughs> and so Shoot. next week Everybody we have perspective yeah next week we have a couple of recordings that we're going to be doing only one will be released next week i believe it will be with julia aren't our um expert in burnout so that will be fun and great to hear from her i cannot wait for that one um and then we'll, we have erica vikander coming on who will be i think 
dropping that episode the week after and she has a um story to tell about her experience on the free ride world tour and what she's experienced and um like sexism basically through them um and I'm really excited to share her story and dive a little bit deeper into it as well because like I said we like to just try to keep it real here have open honest conversations and um I think she's got a lot of a lot of honesty about this organization mm-hmm. coming out and just the way women and snowboarding and whatnot has been treated and uh so I'm super excited she's using her voice to fucking talk about it instead of sit by like um and and be a good little athlete on the tour and and not say these things that are are fucking bothering her and that she wants to see changed. So change makers coming your way. And baby. Yeah. So love your body and love yourself and all the things. And we will see y'all and your mind and your mind and your friends and just everything. And we will chat with you all next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is. And if you're listening and downloading just through the website, tearingituppodcast.com, leave comments. Um, we'll definitely engage back with you. And on social media right now, we're just on Instagram, Podcast is the handle like the posts, share the posts, comment on the posts, whatever it is you got, um, show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all. So again, rate and review, please, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.